Hi, I'm Kat Farrance, and I'm founder of Movement for Modern Life. Welcome to Yoga Off the Mat. This is the Movement for Modern Life podcast, and in this podcast, I invite you to join me on a journey to meet the champions of change. These are the most inspiring people I've ever met, and they're living a happy, healthy, sustainable life. Welcome to this special edition of the Movement for Modern Life podcast, where we share live meditations from our wonderful team of teachers who were part of our first home yoga retreat. These meditations, Dharma talks, and Q&A sessions are fantastic tools for supporting us through tricky times. Today, I'm talking with incredible Naomi Absalom about playfulness and the importance of play in our yoga practice and everyday life. Naomi is just brilliant at turning traditional yoga on its head and encouraging us to move off the mat in a way that feels fun and good and somehow seems so difficult and removed from our ordinary yoga practice and ordinary lives. In fact, playfulness doesn't really come naturally to all of us and certainly doesn't come naturally to me. I'm certainly used to alignment-based practices, so the thought of just freewheeling and doing what's fun is really quite uncomfortable. But getting off our mat, stepping out of the side of our comfort zone brings us so much joy and is so very good for us as a muscle memory. There's no one way to do our yoga. So what feels good for you today? I start with a chat with Naomi, followed by a beautiful meditation. Do find a quiet place and practice along with us. Hello, Naomi. Hello. <laughs> so I'm Kat Farrance and I'm founder of Movement for Modern Life and I'm joined by Naomi Absalom. And I'm really, really chuffed to be joined by you, Naomi. It's such a treat. Um, oh, it's such so a pleasure. I was your classes today and you shook me up out of the box. There I was. I was like, there I was looking forward to getting on my little mat, making my little shapes doing all the things I normally do, but no, today I had to do something completely different. You know what? It was, a, it was I'm ashamed to say, it, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, today uh, we were kind of just looking at the lighter side of life because mm. life's pretty heavy, right? Mm. Yeah. How, how are you finding it in, in your neck of the woods? Um. Well, yeah, it's intense. Um, yeah. I, I I was actually having this conversation yesterday with a group of teachers that I mentor and mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty good in a crisis. I think it's my northern roots coming through, my um, Irish ancestors, potato farmers, you know, something comes up in me in a crisis and I'm mm -hmm. like straight out. You're on it. Yeah. What can I, what can I do? Who can I help? All the people that don't want to be helped. Um, and so, I, and so I feel like I've got purpose and meaning and my yoga is really in action right now. So where I have to be careful often is that, you know, I start really well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then a few weeks in, my legs start to get a little bit tired. Mm -hmm. And because I'm so hyper vigilant of my nervous system because mm -hmm. I've had to be um because I have a, a kind of a, a specific condition of the nervous system 
I'm very aware of when things start to get slightly out of kilter. So I have to really very pragmatic about how much energy I'm able to give out and um you know how much sleep I'm getting and how and how well I'm resourcing myself you know if I'm really walking the talk or is it talking the walk yeah walking the talk um so generally you know thank you for asking I'm I'm good but okay. I, but, but I'm also being very human about it and admitting to the fact that some days I get up and the enormity of the situation Mm -hmm. it's a wave and it comes yeah. from nowhere yeah right do, I mean do you do you, I'm yeah, for, a lot sure. Of people. for sure I mean uh, it's scary yeah I mean what's going on is uh, this is real stuff and it's very scary it's scary from a sort of unknown perspective it's mm -hmm. scary because it's like anything could happen but also it's scary just in terms of livelihood how's the world gonna work how's how are we all going to get our income are the businesses going to survive are the people who we care about are they going to come through yeah so you know there's a lot there's a so lot of yeah there is so much to consider and it, and of course it 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 sort of happened overnight although of course it didn't but it felt like it, it felt happened like overnight sure. so we're all adapting mm. as quickly as possible but mm -hmm. and i feel um sometimes there's this real tidal wave of grief yes you know this this grieving for something that's been lost mm -hmm. and and really and it has been lost so many have lost so much and I and I'm really consider myself to be one of the the very very lucky ones I really really mm -hmm. do um but but there's times when I wake up and I think oh god this is this is huge and there's and I, and I know and I worry about everyone and everything yeah. and all the animals and the planet and and yeah. there's just days when I can't it doesn't matter how much shaking <laughs> yeah. you do it just feels enormous mm -hmm. it, it is it is, it is. yeah I mean I think that, um I think it's that thing isn't it? you have to hold both perspectives at the same time don't you in this kind of thing you have to be real with what's actually going on you can't flipping hide your head under the you know sand and be like no 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 mm. it's all fine I'm just a yogi and it's all going to be cool because actually you do have to be real now is the time to do the work and that's it. such a great point actually it's such a valid point that uh, so much of what's happening now is triggering for people people's mm -hmm. trauma Mm -hmm. on any level you know whether it's whether it's huge trauma or or kind of day-to-day -day, um trauma that we're processing mm -hmm. because we're all in these uh, little isolated houses we have to look at that stuff I mean it's mm -hmm. it's extremely triggering I've spoken to a lot of people who are finding that very confronting yeah. and, and and I'm as well you know yeah. there's nowhere to escape to that's right it's here you know we have to do the work so I'm both excited by that prospect and challenged by it yeah I think I think that that resonates for me for sure and I know it does um, other people being playful is really hard work yes. for a lot of people yeah you know, it really is hard labor it doesn't come easy to me yeah and and there's all sorts of reasons for that and I have to say often it doesn't come easy to me which is why I because I'm a very sensitive very um serious person I I really feel things you know I'm really yeah. being honest about the fact that I am 
I, <laughs> I am feeling what's going on mm. culturally, spiritually, mm. so much. I'm not just kind of dancing around my house the whole <laughs> time going, hey, everyone, put on some Led Zeppelin. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> I, I feel it so much. Um, mm. And to that extent that I have to have ways to, 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 to have the full spectrum of life, you know, to hold it all, just as you say. And I think often as adults, we lose that playfulness. Uh, you know, if we if we had a childhood that that where we didn't have much play, or as we, you know, if we lost that as we got into, um, you know, yeah, life got serious. Life is serious, and and really, just looking at my son at the moment has brought mm-hmm. it all into a heightened yeah, how old your son? perspective. So he's eight years old. And oh, it's a great age. Great he's, age. Great, he's a great age, but he's also a very challenging age because he's just starting to really get his own identity and the, the use of the word no. And, you know, doors are being slammed and we're all in this environment together. Ooh, um, and, yeah. it, and homeschooling was something that I, I just never, ever thought I would do, particularly within the space of 24 hours. You know, tomorrow you start homeschooling. And looking at the way he learns, it's been such a great lesson in itself. That, oh, wow. to, to again, walk my talk, mm-hmm. I'm looking about being playful as an adult and here I am homeschooling my child going, why do you not understand this? Or, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. it's, it's, it's easy. And, and actually, but the only way, um, well, the very, not the only way, but the very best way to communicate with him is through play, is to make yeah. it enjoyable yeah he's engaged with the content and um so it's yeah it's really it's really interesting here I am (laughs) but that's wonderful isn't it that's a that's also a great lesson and I think I think the the fun thing about the topic of play is it should be this really light and easy and let's just go out play and do some cartwheels in the park but a we can't go to the park to do cartwheels and life feels pretty heavy. And B, even at the best of times, like it's a lot easier to sort of, you know, be a good girl or a good boy like we've been taught to and, you know, be the hardworking person and do the things. Absolutely. And be obedient. Be obedient. Be obedient. And that I mean, it's something that I see a lot in in, in yoga classes that, that people come in and they hand over their autonomy, their yeah. sovereignty. Yes. To, the, to the teacher tell me what to do mom. tell me what to do and and actually I've had people in classes and I'm sure lots of other teachers mm-hmm. if they're uh, you know joining this school or they're watching it um have had similar things where students say where am I supposed to feel this so, absolutely you know, absolutely very cool I don't know where do you feel it yeah and, and actually on that topic it's funny because my mum, bless her, said, I've written a comment on the other bit and I can't find how to do it. So I found her other comment, which is a question about the class. I was quite amazed with your class. It was not at all the alignment type of yoga. <laughs> it very much reminded me of Qigong. Is it Qigong inspired? The fluidity of movements made me realise how rigid I am. I'm inspired oh. to do class as part of my daily movements. Yeah. Thank you for changing routines. Wow. Oh, that's, that's lovely. That's Thank really that's very inspiring for me. I mean, goodness, if you can be aged, what, 78. Is that, uh, looking, no, that's your mum? That's my mum. Oh, she, bless. I know. She's changing up her routines. Yeah. Cool. But I remember when I met your mum, and I, I, you know, I really got the impression that she was very playful. She's got a very young spirit, hasn't she? she? So, yeah, she's very annoyingly playful. I'm the grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, no, she is. But it's really nice to know that we, uh, you know, we can all kind of break out of our comfort zones. But I'd love to know how everyone else is finding it. Uh, Laurel says, that, and I, you have to excuse me, I looked to one side to where the comments are. Yeah, um, well, thank yeah. you for the fun class this morning. I tried my best to let go. It's oh. fun. It's hard when you're not meant to be trying, but you're trying. Yes. <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it, particularly if you are, like your, like your ma said, Mm -hmm. uh, very familiar with alignment based classes mm -hmm. and structure and form and you know honestly I, I think it's important to have all, every perspective it, it's not to say it's certainly certainly not to say this is the way because yeah. I think when we start to say things like that that's when we get into trouble right um, there is no one way it's like what, what works for you you know do, does this work in this moment does this work today how can we use it to to, to, to rest in our hearts you know does it bring you back to your heart if it doesn't then 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 there's another practice and so we can't really look at it in or we shouldn't maybe look at it in these binary terms of, of good or and wrong you know right or wrong or this is this is structured and this is chaos and so mm -hmm. which one am I going to choose and right. you know that there, there is freedom in all of these places and, and that's and for me, that's what the practice is about. Can we come back to freedom? How is it that we make our way back to freedom again and again, back to our hearts? And so it, it's it's I, you know I would hate for anyone to feel when they're practicing that it, it's the one way to practice mm -hmm. and that maybe they're doing it wrong mm -hmm. it's because that's certainly not the intention. And I don't. But it's think really that's hard because um, I don't know if it resonates with you at all. But for me, I was always trying to find the way. And yes. Yeah, and, totally. <laughs> I want to find the, the way and the person, the one with the answers. Somebody tell me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just tell me what to do and that, that, that'll that be enlightenment. But you're absolutely yeah. right. It is the um, coming to your heart. That's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I for me personally, I think there is a time for structure mm -hmm. and a time for, for familiarity mm -hmm. to really nourish our nervous systems you know because mm -hmm. when we feel safe our nervous systems relax and that mm -hmm. means tissues of our bodies relax and that takes us into a healing place but when we feel on edge no matter what the the thing is the format is that's making us feel on edge we're, we're, obviously we're not going to relax and that's not going to do any good for our bodies at all yeah. um so it, for me it, it really just got to a point where i felt like i was so rigid Mm -hmm. in my practice I, I gave it everything I was so disciplined that um I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit curious I bet other people are with what that practice was and how it looked like before when you started to break out the box how how was how was it then before um, you... well when I first started practicing my practice was Shivananda mm -hmm. right at the very beginning and my mm -hmm. my um my my history is my uh, I was worked in the music industry and my life was crazy you know it's just one big long party um and and that sounds great but it wasn't all great it, um and so I would go to yoga to kind of you know burn off the crazy really mm -hmm. but I couldn't lie down at the end of the class so my teacher I would I would I was that person that would sneak out in shavasana um, because I couldn't deal with being on my own because I had no um, experience of it, really. So um, after that, I then went to go and do Ashtanga. Mm. 
And that really became my daily practice. I needed the discipline so mm-hmm. much because mm-hmm. I was completely out of control and undisciplined. And so this, and this is what I'm saying, you know, at that mm-hmm. time, that practice as a, a woman in, in my 30s whose mm-hmm. body could do it, Mm-hmm. to a certain extent at that time mm-hmm. um, and felt athletic and strong mm-hmm. and clean and pure mm-hmm. and focused you know that mm-hmm. suited me because it took me out of this crazy world where there was no borders mm-hmm. there was no restraints and it yeah, gave, right. gave me something uh to kind of cling on to yeah. um but but really ultimately uh, my body became uh, very tense I was hurting myself but not just physically but emotionally I was I started to note notice that I was punishing myself and really this is my story you know it's not a reflection on anyone else's journey mm-hmm. yoga at all that's that's what I had to come to terms with that I it was becoming a bit of a stick to beat myself with mm. I think that's I think that is quite common yeah yeah and I was hiding mm. and I think yoga is this really comfortable place to hide sometimes and I couldn't, what happened to me was that I got to a place with my health that I could no longer hide. It was a proper crossroads in my life where, and I'm sure a lot of people have been through something similar, if not the same, um, where you, you come to a place where you just have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Am I going to keep going like this or is I, am I going to find something in this practice to, to help me come alive again and to, and to, to help me heal? Um, and yeah, that was the crossroads that I, I had to go to, down and I, and I really had to change the way I was moving. I had to change the amount I was practicing. Mm. Um, it's wonderful to hear. It's wonderful to hear the story of how somebody who's very experienced and wise, you know, navigate life's changes. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is and how the practice changes and how, you know, we may be watching this one video today and we're like, this is not what we want. But maybe to come back to it in weeks, months, years, who knows? And it'll feel completely different. And that's just... Oh, yes. I mean, it has to, doesn't it? It has to grow with you. It has to It has to change. We're changing all the time. Everything is in flux. And I think to say to anybody this is not this is not the correct practice this is not the right thing to do is is really taking away yeah like I say their sovereignty and and this for me is what the practice is about it's about freedom now if you find freedom in structure then it's still freedom isn't it yeah I love that I I want to join in on what other folks are how how they're coping so Lisa is on furlough and feels a serious undercurrent yeah of course and but also enjoying having time and space to move more slowly and mindfully Mm. that's so beautiful yeah Yeah. I totally I really agree and Monica thank you very much ladies for commenting it's important to hold both perspectives it's equally imperative to know what's happening as well as to stay calm to go through the storm of reality Mm. yeah Thank yeah, you. So yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, Susanna, here's a question. I have to admit, I found the three, four breathing in the second class difficult, and it seemed to create tension. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Yeah, that's so common. That's I, I'm, I'm so grateful that you've asked that question because it's often something I overlook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but you want to think of your nose like any other part of your body that it's it's it needs training. It's like a hamstring. You know, if you don't use your hamstring, it's going to 
not not deliver its best service for you. And it's the same with the nose and it's the same with the diaphragm. And so when you start to restrict and reduce the breath to that very soft, very light breath, it can feel, particularly at this time, I have to say, for some people, um, it can feel quite anxious mm-hmm. uh, because there is a feeling like you're not breathing enough. Mm-hmm. And actually, the cues that, that we normally get from teachers um, are take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. So if I say to you now, like, take a deep breath, yeah. normally... You- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if I say to my son, calm down, calm down, and take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. And what we do what happens when we take a deep breath is is that we amplify everything. So the speed increases and the volume and the noise. Now, if we want to calm something down, does it make sense to amplify everything? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying to the teachers that I work with now is we need to get better at our verbal cues because take a deep breath is one of those things that just falls off our tongue, but it's not, maybe it's not clear enough. So if we say to people, take a lighter breath, that encourages people to slow the breath down. So there's not so much uh, movement into the chest and we bring online the diaphragm um, but, but really it's a technique that needs to be practiced like any other technique some people fall into it right away but I would say maybe um if there is an underlying anxiety and I'm I'm not making a, an assumption about whoever asked the question but th- this does come up quite a lot um with the teachers that I work with that that they feel like it's too much too soon to, to reduce the breath what's happening is that you're changing the gaseous mix in your body. So there is a chemical reaction happening. The the um, nitric oxide when you breathe through your nose and the carbon dioxide that you probably know about anyway, which is re- often referred to as a waste gas um, and oxygen, those three gases start to balance out, which is really what the nervous system needs to go into a parasympathetic state. So the state of calm that we actually want to be in because so much, so many of us are, are very used to hanging out in the sympathetic state, mm-hmm. but but we don't know it, that we're there because it's become our restful state because we're so hyper vigilant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe we don't feel it on a a highly stressed level, mm-hmm. but, but it, it's kind of ticking over the whole time. You know, the the way that we're so uh, overly productive all the time. You know, we're mums and uh, people mm-hmm. with families and you know stressful jobs. We're just and our you know devices we're mm-hmm. constantly being overstimulated and so we've become used to having that sympathetic state as our restful state so when you start to move people very clearly into a parasympathetic state it can be quite alarming for them because they're like oh, what's going on here I'm not you know this feels strange this feels different and it does take time so to, to get back to I, I'm sorry I don't know whose name it was because it's not coming up on there yeah it's Susanna Susanna to get back to your question um, I would say instead of uh, thinking about counting the breath so the the three four breath and actually I made that video quite a long time ago now so um, my ideas and my knowledge Mm -hmm. obviously you know at that point in time that's the funny thing about video isn't it because it's like stuck that's the truth but actually I, I want to go back and do, and do that video again because I know so much more now um so yeah it's it's lovely that you've brought you've brought it up um but I would say instead of counting the breath uh, just really try to relax the breath 
try to soften the breath um try to take a light breath so it's it's not rushing through the nose and we have this um tendency as humans to even try to perfect the breath you know do the breath well i must i must must do it well i must breathe well and the minute you get into those waters you've lost the heart of the practice again haven't you so i would say if it's too much for you just 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 mm-hmm. breathe in a way that feels easeful and normal don't worry about counting it don't worry about reducing it you will get to that point with practice in time it does take a while but the benefits are really i i know i really would encourage you that breath is gold yeah yeah that's wonderful yeah and um i think that's right it is the breath work isn't it really that that's the gold Mm. it is worth sticking with it yeah it's so it's so yeah it's beautiful it really is important yeah oh I I love um (laughs) I love this Heidi says um I read your comment this morning Kat and promptly whacked up the drum and bass turned it off quite quickly as I found more the class more tai chi (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it wasn't appropriate (laughs) it does it takes a bit of a twist and turn yeah 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 I love that in my head, they felt flowing to the casual observer. I was probably one of Game of Thrones styles, dancing with dragons. <laughs> I love it. And Rackham was saying, I ramped up the James Brown afterwards and danced around for a while. Now. Oh, That's bless good. you. That's really good. Oh, there in the end. Yeah, Susanna says thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for your question. Um, so what I reckon we could do is sit a little bit peacefully and um, perhaps you might lead us through a meditation if you're up for that yeah thank you and everyone if if things come up for you during this and you would like to ask questions you know during or after just pop your questions there and we'll we'll come back to the questions in a bit sure okay so um the normal thing to say is okay find a comfortable seat but I would love you to sit just as you are whether it's on a chair or on the floor or you feel like you want to really slump into your spine so be as you are and we'll and we'll work with that and from there and if you would like to close your eyes and that's really welcome if that feels too much for you and I and I think sometimes it does it can feel too much to close your eyes and go into that interior world then maybe have your eyes open and just gazing down softly at something just a very soft focus so whatever is comfortable for you to start with and you feel you're very welcome to lie on the floor if that's your preferred position or so and maybe just allow yourself to sink You know, there's this idea that there has to be a certain posture for meditation, the the bright chest, the straight spine, the erect head and neck, and uh, the the mudra of the hands. And I would love for you to just take away that performative aspect of it. Nobody is watching. And just allow yourself to drop into whatever is supporting yourself. And feel the weight of the seat bones or the spine if you're lying on the ground. And really take some time to give weight down into the bones of your body. And can you allow yourself to be held? And that's not necessarily you 
holding yourself? Can you allow the earth to hold you? And in fact, if you're close to the ground, what I really love to do in my own practice is place one hand on the center of the chest and the other hand lightly on the earth. If you're close to the earth, if you're not, you can just have the other hand on, on, on your leg. And maybe there's a sense of now leaning into gravity. And gravity is a force which is uh, weighing down on us all of the time. And, and there is a res resistance a lot of the time in our body. You know, we're, we're lifting up to resist gravity. But can you allow yourself to, to lean into gravity and feel more weight, more weight into the earth, into her support? And if it feels okay at this point, maybe just let your hands come onto your lower ribs. And you can have them anywhere on your lower ribs, at the side body or the front. You could have one hand on the front, maybe one on the back. But just, uh, you know, have a place of ease so the arms feel fairly relaxed and supported by the body. And your lower ribs is really where your diaphragm is uh, positioned. So it sections off the upper torso from the lower and you might be able to feel the immediate effects of the diaphragm the diaphragm is doing some really serious work it's drawing the breath down into the lungs it's like a almost like a suction it plunges the breath down into the lungs and and it's that movement of the lungs against the ribs that you're feeling maybe in your hands but also the movement of the diaphragm pressing down against the internal organs and it's such a beautiful thing to feel your body your body breathing and just how magical does that feel the simplicity of that continuous action your body breathing And of course, we can try to perfect the breath, but it's just not going to get us anywhere. It's a bit of a dead end that it leads us so far away from the heart. So can you allow your breath to be easeful? And that's hard sometimes. You know, I really understand that that feels hard to allow your breath to feel easeful. So, so maybe a better thing to say is, is, is to just let your breath be what it needs to be right now. Because we can't force it. We can't bully it. And perhaps if you could pay attention to the inhale... And how is the inhale feeling to you?
And so for me personally, when I notice my inhale, when it feels full of ease and it feels magical, it, it feels like I'm saying yes, yes to myself, yes to life. Because that's what the inhale does, doesn't it? It, it, it brings life into the body. And so it's our body saying yes. Yes to life. Yes to now. Yes to this moment that I'm experiencing with this breath. And it's not um, a yes that is like a, a roar. You know, it's not that shouty yes, that aggressive yes, but it's a very definite, firm, resilient yes. But it can be quiet. It's like when we chant the words um, Om Namah Shivaya, or we chant the word Om, or we, we chant Jai uh, Ma. It, it's like saying yes, and we feel it in the cells of our body. And it goes somewhere really deep. It, it weaves into our psyche, into our spirits. And the yes isn't simply a yes to all of the things that we really enjoy about life, all of the things that we would love to feel right now. And this is the key thing for me personally, really, to, to honor that yes is a yes to everything, to this full spectrum of life. A yes to, to the grief, to acknowledging the grief that we feel right now, the separation, the sadness. A yes to the constriction in the throat when we feel that we're alone or we feel that we're in fear. Because when we say no, we deny that, we repress it and we push it down further into the body. So the uprising is the upshift. We hold the charge. And maybe if you turn your attention to the exhale now, which has been happening the whole time anyway. And how does the exhale feel for you? And maybe you can sense, and again, these are just cues from me and it's a guide and my words may not be what you're experiencing so they don't have to be they're, they're just um, little crumbs breadcrumbs that I'm putting down <laughs> for you to maybe pick up but maybe the exhale is a reminder that the body is earth that we come from the earth and we return to the earth and while we're here we're still part of the earth, and, it, and it's our job, our responsibility to take care of her. And so there is no separation. There truly is no separation if the body is earth. Our body is, is nature. So maybe 
invite you to stay with that for a little bit longer. The experience of the yes, the yes to the full spectrum of life. And the exhale to remember the body is earth. And if it feels more comfortable, and if you haven't done so already, you could just let your hands rest where they really do feel comfortable. And as you rest your hands, can you also begin to rest in your heart? And it may feel very difficult to do that right now because if you're saying yes to difficult feelings, Yes to sadness, yes to grief. It's very difficult to rest in your heart. But this is truly the work. This is truly the work. And on the other side of the work is the upshift, is the freedom, the liberation. Because when we're able to hold the charge, to really be with ourselves, then we accelerate our own healing within those moments when we hold the pain, when we hold the suffering, when we hold the charge. And we hold it in our body, not in our minds, because the minds are overloaded. Our minds are doing too much. So let's hold it in our bodies. And let's hold it together not just on our own, but t together as a collective and know that we're, we're a group. We're a group who are coming together to do this work. And so we're not doing it on our own. We're doing it together. So let's hold this for a little bit longer.
And so it's a way of truly becoming intimate with ourselves. Of truly being with ourselves and our feelings, because our feelings are just that. We need to feel them. And not place them in boxes of right or wrong, good and bad. And it's through this that we gain freedom, true freedom. So let's rest in our hearts. Just keep coming back to this place, resting in our hearts. And I'd love you to now come back to a place of joy. And of course, it can feel very jarring to do that if you feel uh, grief and sadness and pain and, and melancholy, or, or, or very challenged, very triggered. But it is the full spectrum of what it is to be human at this time. So what is it that makes you feel joyful? When was the last time you danced? When was the last time you touched your child's face or felt touch or were with animals or out in nature? The purest form of joy. And it might just be useful to remember something specifically because our bodies are meant for pleasure. We're supposed to experience joy and bliss. So allow those emotions, those feelings to begin to move through your body, to wash through your system and, and to clear the dirt from your eyes, the dust from your lungs. And let your body be a body that feels. So we elevate the emotion. And let's just close this by bringing um, both of our hands together. You know, in a very familiar prayer position that we are all familiar with. And let your two hands hold something that you feel grateful for. And I know gratitude gets a really bad rap sometimes because it's so overused, that word. But sincerely, it's so important to feel grateful, to have gratitude at this time. The simplest form of gratitude for the roof I have over my head, the bed I sleep in at night, the food I'm able to feed myself, the smiles I'm able to see from my child. So think of one thing and hold it in your hands. And hold it in your hands close to your heart and rest in your heart. And know that it's always there. And you can always come back to it.
Thank you, everyone. Gosh, that was what I loved most. I'm just going to share what I really got from that. I don't know if everyone else kind of felt this or if it's different things, but for me, it was breathing in the yes. Mm. That's I've never done that. And that's so cool because it's like every inhale is like, I want to live. It's your body being like, yes, this is, I'm going to take more in. And I just really felt that. And I was just really, um, the whole thing I was vibing out on this, like, yeah, I'm breathing into life. Um, yeah. And it's lovely to feel that yes. And even when that yes is pretty dark and pretty um, crazy as it is right now, just breathing into that is so, I just found that so powerful. So thank you. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I'd love to know um, what you guys, oh, Heidi, thank you, Naomi, so relaxing. Yeah, You're welcome. truly relaxing. Just a lovely, lovely way to um, start the Easter weekend. Yes. <laughs> I know. Can you believe it? It's so weird. So very strange. There's no chocolate Easter eggs in this house just yet. No, no, it's, um, no, and there's lots of people who aren't spending time with family and um, I'm not with my family, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's weird, it's a weird time for us all. And I think breathing the yes into that, it's like, yes, we're at this really weird place and mm. let's ride that wave. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's so easy to forget the simplicity of that. Um, even if it's just, I mean, I often do it. We were doing it yesterday um, on a, a call with a, a teacher, a lovely teacher that I'm working with at the moment. And, um, but but I, I do it in the morning. You know, I get up in the morning, and and even if it's just a big old om, the om, you know, the om is yes. I mean, often people translate it as things that we don't necessarily we can't necessarily grip a hold of. You know, mm -hmm. the primordial sound of the universe. Yes, it is that, but it's also yes. Yeah. And that's something that was so powerful. It's so simple. That's why. Whereas, as you say, um, you're like, oh, so what translation and where does it come from? And whereas we all know what yes means. And I love it. That this has resonated. Helen, wonderful meditation. Thank you for saying that, Helen. Daniel, yes. Yes. Totally agree about the yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody's vibing on the yes. Susanna says, yeah, beautiful, thoughtful meditation. It was. Thank you, Naomi. It really was. Um, it's just such a lovely way of setting ourselves into the evening and setting our intentions, isn't it? And being able to, mm. to feel these things that we're all feeling and giving us permission to feel them and feel the feelings. That was another great one. Like yeah. not avoid the feelings, like they're meant to be felt. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to do. You know, nobody wants to feel bad. Obviously, we're, but 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 we we have to go through that pain barrier quite often, don't we, to come out the other side? Mm. And to really sit with it is the hard and holy labour. Mm -hmm. It really is. It really yeah. is right now. But we're, that's what we're. That is the yoga. That now is the time. You know, that's what we're being called to do: is to sit with the intensity of the situation to come out of the other side and to evolve in ways yeah. that we have to. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the situation we're in. <laughs> and Laurel, thank you, thank you. That was wonderful. I really liked not trying to find perfection in the way we breathe. So that's it's really lovely to be. Oh, for you, 
you to give to get that permission it's okay you can slump it's okay you can breathe funny you don't have to breathe the perfect breath just do what you're doing yeah I mean there's so much that gets in the way that that performative uh, we don't even know that we're performing sometimes do we because we're just trying to do our best to do Mm -hmm. what we've been told to do or recommended Mm -hmm. Uh, so we sit with this very erect spine or we or we try to bend our back in a certain way or stretch our hamstrings put our foot in a certain way and it's all coming back to the same thing it's like what what you know where is it taking you is it helping? Because I, I think the tools should help. They, they should. have to help. <laughs> and so if it's not helping, something's going wrong. And um, and so that's the reason, that's that's why there's so many methods, so many ways. Mm. And we have to constantly almost bump up against ourselves to yeah. to, to work out if it's still the right thing, if it's still working, yeah. Yeah, I think that's just great. So maybe this weekend, um, yeah, everyone can just sort of think on that. It's like, which bits are working and let's do more of that and experimenting. And I think maybe that's what play um, for me is also about. It's the curiosity. It's the experimentation. It's being afraid to breathe wrong and do it wrong and be wrong. That's okay. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been told that, you know, failure is bad, mm-hmm. that, that we all need to succeed. Mm-hmm. But that's not working, is it? <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> what is it to, you know, what is it to succeed in with yoga? Really, what are we practicing for? Yeah, right. Like it's now, isn't it? It's like, how do you feel now? How do you feel when you're doing the practice? How do you feel when you're breathing? Not when you get to that desired shape or you get your leg behind your head eventually. Mm-hmm in the next life it's like how do you feel now yeah yeah right that's such a good it's such a good reminder yeah Kathy thank you for sharing that's so honest I have days where I feel down but not sure why and I'm hard on myself when I think others might be worse off than me but you're meant to be feeling your feelings I like that advice Yeah, it's all it's all relative, isn't it? I know, I t- Kathy. I I know exactly how you feel. I feel there's some days when I'm hanging off the edge of the shower, weeping <laughs> for other people, you know, because I know that I'm like I said, I'm one of the lucky ones. I really think I mm-hmm. really think I am, as long as I have this roof over my head and food to put in my mouth. And I'm I'm totally yeah. completely privileged. Um, but but it doesn't mean to say that I still don't feel the enormity. And don't forget that we, we're we feeling this collectively. It's mm-hmm. not just about the individual. And it can no longer be about the individual, can it? Which is one of the reasons why, you know, this is almost exciting in one respect. And again, I know that's a very privileged position to be able to say it's exciting. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, it's going to be very hard, isn't it, for a long time. But on the other side of that, that mm. this has to create change yeah. for, for the greater good for everyone um and so we feel that collectively mm. it's it's like a heady mix it's like a soup and we're all in mm-hmm. the soup together and um, that's great yeah and that is a great thing and it's funny that we're all very isolated and distant but actually we have found different ways of connecting mm. and that's, mm. um yeah i think that we're all going to be okay <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you know, and actually just, you know, I can't see everyone else on this call. And I'm so sorry, the lights in this room have just completely, I'm disappearing. Yeah, it's the time of day, isn't it? Yeah. Time of second. Um, but one of the one of the things that's so great about what you're doing, Kat, with this nightly check-in is that, um, and I say this a lot with, with the people that I, that I teach when I'm teaching online, it, it's like we can see each other so when we see it, when I look into your eyes and you're looking into my eyes and the people that are watching this call it, it's downregulating our nervous systems. It, and what I mean by that is that it's bringing down the sympathetic state where, we, where we're in fear and we feel we're alone. When we're actually able to look in somebody's mm-hmm. eyes and I'm looking at you smiling at me, it makes me feel good. That's right. It makes me feel like I'm not on my own and I'm connecting to someone who who feels the same way as me and wants connection. And that takes me out of fear mode. And this is why it's so important what you're doing. You're bringing teachers on and you're having this live chat and people can actually connect in to this experience. It's so important. I think it is. I think it, I think it is. There was something in me that I thought that right now we need, we need to feel that connection. I do. Well, I'm going to let you all get on with your evening and dinner and things like that. And I'm so grateful to you, Naomi, for your time. Oh, I'm thank sharing. you for having me. Thank it's you. really wonderful. It's really wonderful. It's important for me. It's important for the community. And I think that we're all going to spread those really good vibes now. So thank you. Yeah, I hope everyone has a good night's sleep tonight. And yes, indeed. Be kind to yourself as well. You know, it's a difficult time, but so we have to be kind as well, compassionate to ourselves. Mm, for sure. Yeah. yeah, take care, Kat. Thank you so much. Much love. All right, everybody. Night. Bye. Bye. Thank you so very much for tuning in and listening. I really hope you enjoyed the meditation. Do stay tuned on the Movement for Modern Life podcast for more practices from our online retreats, and they're going to be released over the next few weeks. Um, Please do subscribe so that you won't miss a session, and it would be great if you would be able to review us too. We um, really, really do appreciate and need the positive reviews so that others can find us. And of course, please share this with your friends. You can go to Movement for Modern Life forward slash podcast, and there you will find the beautiful array of our yoga off the mat and champions of change series. Um, and also, of course, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the other usual places you will find a podcast. Please do go to movementformodernlife.com, sign up for your free 14-day trial. There has never been a better time to get your online yoga practices. So thank you very, very much and take care of yourselves and your loved ones.